Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. Live from the path, we're coming from the uh, Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Feels like a new year, Ben. Yeah, it, no, yeah, here, here. This is a new year, and we're starting off fresh. And so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this question. I heard, I heard, I heard somebody say this to me. It, like this actually happened to them, and I thought, boy, I don't know if I have friends like that. Okay. So the question is, is are your friends the type of friends who would turn to you and say? I bet you don't have the balls to tell that man you love him. Now, let me provide some context. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me more. These are uh, recovering dudes. Okay. Uh, addicts, guys from, from rougher rougher lives. Uh, they are in within an, an institution of which, like most guys are dealing with anger stuff. They're dealing with lack of trustworthiness. Um, but the whole the whole recovery joint is, is, is totally Jesus-based. Okay? And so... Uh, they deal with conflict kind of head on and they, um, have a, there's a high, it's, it's mostly self-regulated. So they have a limited amount of staff. They require all the dudes in the program to kind of keep each other in line. If something's going on, you're going to, you're going to bring it up, uh, and, and you're going to help, help a brother work on his heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was, I'm talking to, I'm talking to a dude that's in this situation and, uh, there's a, there's a particular staff dude that's there and, um, most people, most people, like the guy just rubs people the wrong way, but ultimately they know, like everybody gets, he's like the disciplined dude, that yeah. he's, he's, he's doing his best to try to keep things running. And so they may not like what he does, but they understand it's a necessary part. And so this dude has a just, you know, um, the guy that's in the, in the program is, is just having a rough day and he's irritated with this staff guy. And one of his, one of his friends comes up to him and goes, hey, I bet you don't have the balls to tell that guy that you love him. Meaning, I, I bet you are not willing to drop your pride and and tell that guy basically that you, as a Christian brother, love him and appreciate the stuff that he does. Yeah. And I thought, that's a heck of a friend. I probably will. I may not put it in the same way he put it. <laughs> um, I mean, I probably would have. <laughs> uh, but I thought like, uh, you j just just think about your interaction with any friends you have, and any times like, hey man, I dare you to do this, or I dare you to do that, and like this guy is going up to another like learning Christian brother of his and goes, hey, I bet you don't have the stones <laughs> to tell that other Christian man that you love and appreciate him. What kind of what kind of awesome dare is that? Huh. Yeah, I love this place. I know. You I know. thought it was fantastic, and then I thought like, would my friends do that? Probably. I mean, probably. But, but maybe not in the same way. And like, I really appreciated the way that, that the way that guy went, went about. It. He's just not like I don't like. The, the, we're used to, especially in our world, talking about soft encouragements. Well, you know, you should really reconcile with so and so, or you should make sure your uncle knows that he's appreciated, right? And this guy's like, you don't have the stones to yeah. do it. You're Show not, me that you're, you're not brave even enough. The full man that it would take to go do something <laughs> like that. What I'm looking at right now is a paper doll of a fellow. <laughs> I love that. Here's the thing: is like I was talking, I was talking to somebody in a very similar position, and like they, they were they were lamenting the fact that like 
I just, I, I love what goes on here so much. I don't know how to, you know, if I will be able to operate in the regular world, right? Like we mm-hmm. come in here and like we have chapel every day and, and we spend time working together and then we come back and we, we do a Bible study or something. And then, you know, it's a little alone time and then we all eat together or whatever, you know? And, uh, I, the, the more he talked about it, the more I thought, you know, actually what, what's going on in there looks more like what this world should look like. You know, like that, like, it's not like we're preparing you to go out in the real world. Really, the thing is, is like, we need to change the real world so it more looks like, like this institution, because it is exactly what God set up, right? If you look at the blueprint for the book of Acts, and this is exactly how the, how it's explained. We share everything in common. We eat together. We get together every morning and talk about what God's got going on, and we pray together, and then we commune together, and we give people what they need, and we hold each other accountable. And you're like, why would you want to go out to the regular world? The regular world's a disaster. And, and and I was thinking about this too when I was driving in. Like I, I can't remember. I was I, I was laughing at a guy in a monk outfit or something on a movie. I said, that, "Look at that monk guy go by." Wait, as it. you were driving in, no, you no, were watching was, a movie I, coming in. No, no, I don't know why that monk guy came to my head while I was driving. Okay, but I thought to myself, it's 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 really short sighted to look at these monks and go, "Man, what are these crazy fellas doing?" And mm. instead, your first thought should be, "Do they know something I don't know?" Right? right. Like I mean. They're, they're not all idiots in there. They've made a choice to be here and continue to stay, right? And so, like, I, it, st- it started to rattle around in my mind. It's like, how much of that true is is, is, is when, when the rest of the world, isn't that kind of the niche that we're going for when people look at Christians to go, hey, man, do you think they know something I don't know? Because, they, like, this don't make no sense. You know, look at them, the way that they're being and whatever, and having the balls to go up and tell a grown man, hey, I love you and appreciate what you're doing, right. and forgiving people and whatever, like putting themselves in situations like this and, and joyful when they should be broken, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, is, is the crazy monk that you see on the street where instead of just going, there's something wrong with that guy, uh, the thought should be, I wonder if that guy knows something I don't know, because he seems like real content wearing that robe and tooting around here in some kind of rope, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, instead of just instantly going, "That man's crazy," I should go, "What does he know that I don't know? What is the experience that I haven't experienced?" There's got to be something up with this guy, you know. <laughs> that's what. That's my new evangelism tactic for this year. Is what? They must know something that I don't know. They must. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't fit well on a shirt. Speaking of stuff that you don't know, and see, maybe you've heard this, and I, 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 I hesitated to bring it up, but I, I'm only going to do so for posterity purposes, so that when I go back and I listen to the show a year from now, I get a good chuckle out of it. Uh, did anybody catch the uh, the prayer, the invocation from the congressman? Yeah. yeah. Mike, did you hear about this? No. Okay, check this out. Uh, as the U.S. says from the Christian Post, as the U.S. House of Representatives is set to implement gender-neutral terms in its official operating rules for a new Congress, a Democratic congressman who is a pastor concluded an opening prayer Sunday by saying the words, Amen and Ah Woman. <laughs> I, listen, I was listening back to the show uh, in, for 2000, uh, 2019. I just started picking some random shows. I had a lot of driving to do on Saturday, and so I was just taking them in. And like pre- pretty much every show or every other show, it came up where I said, you think this wasn't true. You think it's, it's a satire article from the Babylon Bee or something, but it wasn't. And... It's, this is, I mean, this is a dead ringer for a satire article from the Babylon Bee. Is someone saying, "All men and all women," yeah, like a real idiot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like an embarrassing <laughs> fool, like a man who has no idea. Like, how did he get out of seminary? What are the qualifications? You feel like, at the very <laughs> least, they would say, "Look, uh, even if you uh, beat the sheep and swear in the closet and drink, can you at least tell us the definition of a man?" So that you don't make mistakes like this. Right. 
And no, no, they just, I don't know what's, he's Methodist. Let's, let's, I agree. We were talking earlier, we need Wagner in here. Get Wagner in here. I hold him responsible for the whole, whole denomination. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what, is, what are the criteria yeah. for the cloth to completely misunderstand the, the root of this word? So, uh, obviously, he finished his prayer uh, that was filled. This, this guy's a real, uh, he's a representative, uh, Emmanuel Cleaver, Democrat from Missouri, finished his prayer that was filled with scriptural and Christian-themed phrases by invoking other gods. Uh, uh, and in concluding with the phrase Amen and Ah Woman instead of the traditional Amen. This is, the, this is what he said. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, who is a Hindu God, and God unknown by many names by many different faiths. Amen and Ah Woman. Cleaver, the former mayor of Kansas City, offered. Hey, you ever think that you can't do anything in life, fellas? You think, boy, I'm restricted. I, I don't have the talent. I can't pull this off. Just for clarification purposes, this man became a licensed man of the cloth the mayor of Kansas City, and and he was elected to an official office in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this—I mean, I don't want to paint a man with one brush, but this is a uh, this is an idiot brush. I have so many. I have so many questions. Uh-huh. Let's have them. Uh, one, just so we're clear, "Amen" is not the the, the root word of "man" is not in there. Correct. It's it, just a way. It's it's it means uh, may it always be or something. Or I agree, right? It's not a. It's, there's not a gender in the term at all. No. No, at all, it's just a it's a translated the word Soviet. from the Greek. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's just because it happens to have the same letters as man. That is the only thing it has in common with man. That's it. Yes. That's yeah. That, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Like manatee. Yeah, womanatee. That's what you would say to fix yeah. it. Okay, I understand. All right. Yeah, that's all the right. mistake. Yeah. Secondly, I don't know. I guess as much about different religions uh, as 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 maybe I, I should or want to, but. Uh, like, do other gods ask for prayer as well? It's not been my my understanding that most gods are not petitioning you to call upon them, but more to serve them and, and like, give them things. Yeah, they want money and maybe some incense and stuff. That's supposed to represent the prayers, I suppose, but... Uh, okay. I don't know if you... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, I, th- I thought, like, 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 like uh, the conversation between you and, you know, Yahweh was fairly... Um, in its own category, like hey, you call upon like, and, and it's not like hey, you know, do these sacrifices so you will do this, or you know, do this thing or whatever. Like it's just a conversation between you and and the supreme deity, you know. Uh, and and I didn't, I there's a lot of internal like meditation stuff and looking inwards and that kind of thing. But like I I thought prayer was pretty, you know, centralized to Christianity. Am I mistaken there? Well, I mean, it's at least centralized to the three primary faith, the Old Testament-ish faith, right? So so Islam, Christianity, and, and Judaism all have a notion of, obviously, prayer. Like, uh, frankly, Islam super committed. Right. So I, the only reason I bring that up is it, it, it seems odd to me to take, like, a, a prayer thing, you know, and then just throw another god in there as if yeah. Brahma will accept this. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, as if it's the as if it's the same, right? Like, it's it's just extremely shallow. I guess it's like if if you're gonna decide, it's the half-heartedness of the whole thing, right? Uh-huh. If you're gonna decide that Congress has to also pay homage to Brahma, then I mean, you should probably figure out what Brahma requires. You know, if we're gonna act like <laughs> Brahma gonna is do a, it right, do we need a human sacrifice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, maybe Brahma digs on I, whatever statues and 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 wispy smoke. I, I don't have any idea, right? But like, it seems to me that like. The, the peop- for the people that pushed this, pushed for this, like let's say the constituents that pushed for this, you should be offended at this half-hearted attempt to to 
try to keep Brahma at bay, if that's what it is, right? Uh, you should be also offended at their half-hearted attempt to steal a prayer that belongs to Yahweh. You should also be offended at the half-hearted attempt to appease a more gender-neutral conversation by just adding woe to a word. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole thing should have been offensive because they're placating you, right? They're, they're treating you as if you're small. They didn't take you seriously. They didn't address anything that you actually asked them to, to address. They basically patted you on the head and said, good job, little boy. Gave you a lollipop and tat you on the tush and out you go. That's what happened there. That should be offensive to you. Right, just like you wouldn't want um, to people to start tacking Jesus' name on the end of some other alternative religion's uh, p- prayer focus. Correct. Or like way of going about it. Right, something. if I want people to know the grace, mercy, and hope associated with the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I would not accept as you walked down a religious hallway and said, a baba 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 Buddha, and Jesus too. And Jesus. Like, that, I mean, that wouldn't work for me. Like, but, but essentially, that's what just, that just exactly what they did, both to the people that are pushing for gender-neutral language in Congress and also for inclusion of... I, I didn't even know Brahma was an actual uh, supposed deity. But, uh, I mean, you should just flat out be offended. That, they didn't do anything uh, that, that gained any points in any direction. They basically just insulted you. It was a, it's insulting yeah. all yeah. around. Yeah, you so, Christians really don't really, you're not that important. Right, correct. Yeah. Pat, 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 lollipop, see ya, young man. Yeah. I mean, I would. you should be offended, I guess, more than, you shouldn't be celebrating at all at your place of the revolution of which we're having within Congress. All of that should have been very offensive to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised that it, like, at the low bar of which people find satisfaction, um, and even the, even the gender-neutral terms, like, it's, like there's a desire to say I want there's a selfishness to it it says I I need to be represented in whatever this is in all at, at all times and it's funny because like we have the same conversation about uh, what is it the, the latest rendering of the NIV it did the same thing like you know it tried to gender neutralize um, certain terms that are, that obviously had male connotations most of them that, that's where the correction or alteration was was uh, taking a male term and making it neutral and I thought it was funny because they're like, well, we don't want we don't want ladies to feel like they're they're left out. Well, I mean, we kind of have to deal with what was written and recognize it when they say mankind, they mean everybody. And the accusation, I guess, that says, well, then the the book is uh, or the the Bible specifically is is too male dominated in its language. Like, I mean, at the very beginning, like old old Hebrew stories of which you should you would assume. Um, a paternal heavy focus, just given the, the nature of, of where they're at and the cultures that they come from. Uh, it says God made them man and woman. He made them both. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the place where like it's specific, the scripture that you're worried about it, the Bible as a whole is found, found it like foundationally upon the very clear cut example that God created both sexes of which you will not see similarities in other ancient literature like that. They wouldn't bother to call that out. And so I, I, the reason I bring that up is because, like, well, I don't like that uh, it's, it's male language in the Psalms. It's written by a dude. He, he's going to write about dude stuff in dude language. Um, when they're talking about wars and things, they tend to use um, male-oriented terms. Um, I, I get it. We're trying to blur gender lines um, and, and show the flexibility of humanity. But just, just the protest is, is, is almost always short-sighted. 
um, especially when it comes to the biblical record. Like, I think it's just a misrepresentation to say, oh, it's over, overly, it's, it's male-heavy. It might be male-heavy um, for the nature of some of the stories themselves. Um, but, like, I mean, the notion of God establishing a, um, a history uh, and documentation around his people that doesn't show the equality of, of creation as the foundational notion between men and women out of the gate um, it's just blindness. It misrepresents the text. Um, and, and, and frankly, it starts to blur distinctions. Like, um, it's, it's weird. Think of if, if we keep down the path we are, we're trying to, to eliminate um, within our language distinctions that actually help not define people, but help you provide context into who they are or understand where they're from. Like, uh, but, you know, if 20 years from now, if we keep going this way on language, like you won't be able to describe anybody by the nature of their ethnicity um, skin color or gender, uh, names because of the fluidity of, of how we think about either roles or gender. It's not like names will give you away. Like you lose your ability to go, Hey, I saw Ted on the street or remind me who Ted is again. I'm out of things I can describe him. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and here's the thing is that like, I was thinking today in reaction to, to, to some of this and I was, um, in reaction to our inability to, critically think um dan you had mentioned that earlier um and, and not get beyond shallow arguments I, I i this was this week has just been tough for me watching people who i think are loving kind wise faithful people like be willing to go down in a flaming sword over a over a recount of votes in georgia oh. like i just can't it's it's boggling my mind. It's boggling my mind, to be honest. Um, and we we like we're not gonna spend time on this because we covered it whatever two shows ago. I'm open to things that otherwise validate the integrity of our election. But like, um, it's just like I, I I saw people use language that basically said, um, either I'm right or the system has failed us and I've been lied to. Basically, I'm right. I know I'm right. I have to be right. Um. And if, if what I want to happen doesn't happen, then the, then things are stolen from me and everyone else is stupid and you're being fooled and you're sheep. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because what I was trying to figure out was, is that like, how does that flip? Because the last time, the examples we look at in history of which this gets happened, where people get so caught up in um, believing something and not really and they get entrenched in a position they don't aren't really willing to investigate anything beyond um, cultural level stuff uh, propaganda magazines news basic things of which they they won't go one step deeper and they'll kind of just believe things without extensive validation like it took wars to sort it out like it took it took your man being toppled um, that's how people get caught up in regimes it's how people get caught up in revolution ideas. It's 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 they, they they get to believe something, and even then, some of them don't ever learn. But like, it takes the whole structure being destroyed in front of you to go, oh yeah, I really just kind of went along with that, and I was convinced of it. And like, I'm not saying that if you want to recount in Georgia that you would support Hitler. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that the, that there's there's a means there's a thought process of which, like. There's a shallowness of our engagement in information. There's a shallowness in our um, our willingness to accept things that are given to us and, and, and not really care to engage 
any deeper than that. And I'll, I'll give an example on the other side. Um, and again, I, I hate, hate sticking on politics, but it, they're just the most clear examples. So like it's it's big right now that uh, that Trump called the Georgia lawmaker or whatever. And like everywhere you look, there's a there's a headline that says he, he pressured him to find like find in quotes, like, I don't know, 11,000 plus votes. Um, and they're talking, well, is it was illegal. He's obviously trying to rig the election, blah, blah, blah. Like that isn't really what happened. Right. Now, he's the doofus who should watch his words, especially knowing who he is and how people take him in. Uh, what, what, what he had said in the conversation was, hey, I think I'm owed like 100,000 votes, uh, but I, I don't need to shake you down for all of it. But I, I want you to get this process right and, and, and find me at least enough that demonstrates that we actually won because we did. That's what he was getting at. Um, I, I actually I personally I think he's wrong. They have they have done a hand like they, they have a problem with the machines. They did a hand recount. Every vote in Georgia came up with like four changes in votes. They were worried that like two de- like deceased guys had voted all over the place. They found two in the hand recount. And so like, I think he's just wrong. I think he legitimately lost Georgia. However, the context of his conversation wasn't, hey, you find a way to grease the wheels, dude. And uh, make up these Find votes. the votes. Right. That, but, but that's every, but every headline you saw, unless you got it from like an extreme conservative section, like it misrepresented what, what, what Donald Trump said. And so, uh, so I, I can even think the guy's totally wrong, but like you have to recognize you're not getting a fair shake in the information that you're seeing. And so I say all that to say, w- what I was trying to figure out was like, what does it take if it's not, let's say it doesn't have to be seeing everything blow up in front of you. Um, and, and, and failed coups and bad leaders and wars to shake it. Like, what would it take to blow up an entrenched idea like this? And so let me, let me ask you this question, because I think this is apropos for, for, for the guys in the room. Dan, what would it take for you to think that Christianity wasn't true? Like something that you, you believe there's a lot of faith. There's, it's, it's, it's not all super tangible. Some of it's just faith, but mm-hmm. like, what would you have to see to not believe it's true anymore? I, I would have to see the verified body of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, that, that's something that can be proven. It's something that can be uh, seen, tested, understood to yeah. say, the, the man you said that resurrected and descended into heaven, this is his it body. It didn't happen. Yeah. It yeah. didn't. Was it true? Yeah. And that would change. There, there likely isn't, shy of that, um, it would be difficult to find a notion of a conversation or an idea or a fact that uh, beyond that that would easily right anything anything anybody would throw at me I'd be like well you're just you know making that stuff up you're you're uh, you're not you're not true you're not real um, right you're just trying to topple Christianity and you have an agenda and uh, which is a lot of a political conversation yeah it is yeah yeah so so that's interesting. Because it, it, it makes me think two divergent things. The first one is is that like it recognizes the religious nature of which some people are approaching politics. Um, that like, like you, you've, it's a risk of making an idol, frankly. Um, a person an idol, a political party an idol, um, your p- particular political thought process. Because here's the thing, it would be devastating, like it would be devastating to me if they found Jesus's body. Right, yeah. it would blow up every the whole way I looked at the world. Yeah. Right, it would yeah. everything would change, and so it would take the most. Um, yeah, it would take some extreme evidence for that to flip in me because, like, what do you do? It would be hard to look at your life and go like, e- every way I've looked at this is not right. 
Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's blown up. And so if you apply some of those same things, like we are seeing similar behavior. I think like there's there's people that have just doubled. They've doubled down on uh, and again both sides of the aisle politically. But like um, you double down on this notion that. Uh, Donald Trump is is the biggest crook you've ever seen. And anything that validates that, you're in. And anything that invalidates that is a total fraud and a lie. And it's perpetrated by perverts and, and, and burglars who are trying to, to take over your life. Okay, Same thing is true if, like, Donald Trump won this election, and I know it, and, like, every Republican judge, the guy, the guy who runs Georgia's secretary of state is Republican, uh, like, all these guys are in on it because Trump definitely won. And like there's there's a religious fervor around this thing. And like it would take a just mounds of humility for someone to go, yeah, I totally I got that wrong. You know who I thought of as I was thinking about this, Mike? I thought of that Steve Brooks guy. Yeah. That that Yeah, the end times dude. Yeah, that that was the end times uh, guy. Yeah. And like I I I I, th- I think he turned down after it didn't happen, I think we followed up and tried to have a, a follow up interview with him, and I think he turned us down or he, he didn't. didn't respond, right? Right. Um but I thought, man, I really would like to talk to that guy because he's a guy who had who went all in on an idea and was so very wrong and was very and it was very public. And I wonder where his faith is today. I should be praying for that guy, actually. Yeah. Uh, and maybe he's just fine. Maybe that was a pure, a great purification moment for him. I mean, it could have been a gift of the Lord. Who uh, knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, well truth, truth is always right. So, yeah, like, yeah, maybe yeah. it was. Um, but but I say that because. Um, is that what it takes? Like to fall so hard on something to change your mind? And the question is, is, is like, maybe that should be reserved for the very top thing. Like I'm okay with Jesus's body being kind of the, the thing. Um, because foundationally, like all this other stuff, we're not just flying off of no facts here. Like I think Christianity is, 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 is foundationally historical, uh, it's proven true over and over again. The, the presence of the Holy Spirit doing work in my life and other people's lives. I've seen it. I've seen prayer work. I've seen miracles happen. Like they, we're, not, it, we're dealing with tangibles here. So to find an alternative explanation, it would take a lot because we, I have evidence up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is reserved for the one thing that can really guide how I see life and guide how I interact with people. I... To ha- I, I guess what I'm, a, I'm afraid of what it takes to change people's one that they that they're willing to attach that level of fervor to something that's not at the level of like Christianity or God or whatever. Um, but second, like what it would take to change someone's mind is because it, 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 I don't think it's just a here are the facts. Hey, we hand counted all the votes. It did. It, it hasn't done anything. It didn't change anybody's mind. We, we tend to do that with even sports, though. I mean, it's just our yeah. nature. You know, yeah. if if the guy on my team rapes a woman, I'll be like, well, maybe she... Oh, yeah, maybe she asked she's for really it. really being honest about this. Yep. If the, if the guy on the other team rapes someone, it's like, we want him in jail, in mm-hmm. handcuffs, we want him drugged behind a car. Yep. And, and it's the same thing in politics and... It, it, you know, it, it's just kind of how our nature oh. of being... We jump right. on the team. Yep. It's, yeah. I mean, the thing that you're saying about, uh, you, you know, like it, it, it does have, that's that's the change. It does have to fall on its face, right? How many people do I know that met Jesus because of that, right? Because they finally figured out something bad happened to them, and they finally figured out and thought, man, whatever this is that I thought was working, it's not working. It can't be right. And then and then they reevaluated their whole life and found, you know, found Jesus standing there with open arms going, I've been totally waiting. I'm so glad. 
that you're open to seeing me now. Let's talk, you know? And yeah. so like that is that that is the the, the conduit. And actually, uh, <laughs> I I was thinking about this when when because Ben gets the fever dreams or whatever, and, and you know, and and I was about having the same thing. And he texted me when I was just about hallucinating. And he goes, "Don't help the Israelites there. They're, they're what did he say? <laughs> Don't help the Israelites. They're they're under um, oppression from the Lord, so they could turn about and change their ways. You know, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. And and I I don't know how many times that I've prayed. Um, consequences off of people without first thinking lord let these land hard let them land hard and uh-huh. let you let you do some work in here whatever it takes whatever yeah. if, if this is what what you're doing i'm i'm in support you know because like it, it is those things that tend to mediocrity is the is the enemy of progress you know and so like they'll sit there and just float along and and and, and these, here's the thing that i was thinking about is is i happen to see a couple a couple of things from from people i know good christian fellas you know that like i had a lot of respect for them and i suppose i still do but they get caught up on one side or the other of even this stupid Georgia thing. And then they start making like accusations or, or like snide gossipy comments. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm cool if you want to be for or against, but what, what's this? What's this change of character yeah. while you're in an arena? Like it's a guy who changes clothes when he gets around his fancy friends. You know, it's what happens when, when, when these dudes get on Facebook and they said, well, if everybody's slinging mud and acting like a turd, I guess I'll wear that uniform. And I'm like, hey, man, we're, we have a way higher calling than what you got going on right now, and you're acting like a complete joke. Like mm-hmm. I've, dudes have been on this show. I, and I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? What are you, why are you doing this, right? Just because you get on this one platform. I mean, it doesn't matter how this turns out. There's a couple of these friends going to have to be. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Like they they've thrown so much out there in the worst possible way that I mean I don't know how you could look back on those comments and not be extremely embarrassed of yourself. Because, well, here's the thing: it it takes humility to be embarrassed of yourself. Like uh, if you like a lot of that's like if you you'll continue swinging. If it, if it comes back and doesn't go your way, we got ripped off. It was a lie. It was a cover up. It was a blah blah blah. Like here's the thing: there are things that I personally believe that you could easily tag me as a conspiracy theorist. I believe things that other people don't, and I'm not talking just about Christianity. Mm-hmm. I, there's some stuff I believe that normal people would be like, eh, I don't think so. Sure, yeah. Okay, but here's the deal. I'm not willing to go down swinging or take out friends or deny Jesus for them. Yeah. Like, it's just what I think. And here's the I, I know enough about me to know that what I think is very loose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've got some firm things, and there's some things where, like, I don't know enough to know. This sniffs right to me, even if everyone doesn't believe it. But, like, eh. I could, I could be, I could be talked out of it. I'm willing to have, I'm willing to have a conversation about this. That's I'm right. I'm not sold either way. <laughs> That's right. I, I am okay. This is, this is where we embrace the uh, good scientific thinking. Like facts will sway me easily. The presence of Jesus, Jesus verified body goes. Look, I, this is not tenable anymore. It's a like foundation to our faith. If it didn't happen, and his his body lays somewhere, even Paul agrees, our faith can't sustain here. Yeah, right. And so, right. like in the presence of evidence, I can be changed. Um, but like, are you? There, there's a there's a humility thing, and I just I guess I'm begging you, I'm begging me, I'm begging us to like be okay being wrong, like be okay that your world doesn't have to blow up f- f- for you to to change your mind, f- especially when it comes to non essentials, especially when it comes to things that aren't who Jesus is, <laughs> like I and and this is me saying I like I I care about. I can't, like 
I can't I care about our country. I care about how it works. I care that the rule of law is done. I care that that to the very best that we can, our government functions as much as it possibly can uh, for the kingdom of God without relying on it one iota. But like, do your best. I'm for all that stuff. I just I, I just I, I'm not seeing a very good balance here. And the truth is, and not to beat a dead horse, but like most of the people who have balance aren't speaking. They're just not out there. They're not throwing grenades in the middle of stuff. They're not making sure everybody knows that everything was a theft or uh, that, that Donald Trump personally gave $300 to the Secretary of State of Georgia to try to get votes taken out of his briefcase. Like, what, like either <laughs> the, none of these things are not true. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I, I guess that that's what I'm what – I'm, I'm very rarely fearful uh, of, of, like, what is to come. One, because it's not my control, and, and two – I know we're going to be faithful in whatever it is, regardless of where it comes. But like, maybe I look, I look forward in trepidation for the next 10, 20, 30 years with a whole host of things that come together, um, not because America will be destroyed, but because the opportunity we have in our country to live with freedom and to watch what man has done with it, with that freedom. And, and, and like the things that, that other nations who, who most likely serve Jesus in a more proper context or better understanding than we do um, are, are getting this right. And, and with the freedom that we have, we're using it to eliminate distinction, to, um, to, go, to drive ourselves nuts and to, let our, to destroy ourselves um, in the name of preserving the very thing that we're destroying. And I mean, whatever, I'll mourn the death of America, but I won't kill anybody. Like it won't, God will be fine. But it's, it's just, it's hard to look at it. And it's hard to, to, to think if people, if people can't seem to grasp things that I think are validatable by facts, I think at my very best, I think that like some of this stuff can be proven if you would just accept what's in front of you. Um, and then think of the message that, that, that we all know is actually the good news that changes. And I've got a, a little less tangible facts on that because they're experiences that someone has to walk through to get the value in. You have to, to actually see, and you need patience, and you need someone willing to walk along with you for a while to see God work in their lives and to see it in other people's lives. And like if they're not tolerating vote, <laughs> sorry, vote counts in Georgia, as an example, um, I don't know. It just feels like the, the the ability to reach said group of people with good news that requires a more sustained relationship or conversation, it just seems harder, and it's not beyond God, but, I mean, whatever. You know, when it seems harder to reach people to Jesus, it's just disappointing, you know, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I may, I feel like I'm rambling, and I don't know how to articulate what where I'm at with it, but, like, it's just it's hard to look at it because it seems like if we're having such trouble on this thing, it makes it feel like the real thing that you that, that matters might have that same. Uh, here's trouble. the thing: is though I I I think it's it's more revealing than that, and and you should be taking it heavier than that. Is you've let go of the thing that actually matters, right? Mm -hmm. Like they focused all their attention and and they've moved it, and like where where their mouth has has spoken, uh, the Lord Jesus is everything. This is how I live my life. This yeah. is how I how I base my identity. Well, let me look and see how you've been conducting yourself with other people. I hate other people. I think they're all stupid, and I'm sure this thing is going on. Anybody who doesn't think this is a blind guide, well, 
I mean, you could have put it in a more loving way, I guess. I don't know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've taken, you're, you've lied to yourself. You've, you're, if you're going to lie to anybody, you could at least tell yourself the truth. Yeah. That, like, it's really hard to carry this, this, this flag of, of God's kingdom and continue to act the way that you're acting. It's hard. And so you could at least be honest with yourself and go, well, maybe I wasn't there, or maybe I don't want to be there. Maybe I'd rather be over here throwing slinging mud at the common folk and fighting amongst ourselves. Yeah. Because that's not what God calls us to do, and you know better. And you were saved from such things. And as you got comfortable in that kingdom, not doing anything, you decided to jump back in the mud pie. Yeah. And so, like, I, mm. I think it's, it's, it's a, hey, fellow Christian fellas and ladies, we need to work to straighten this minor thing out about us. I I think it's probably a like little bit more... major thing. I think it's a little bit more serious than that. I think yeah. you, you, you dumped it completely. Actually, that's convicting because that makes me think like the thing that I was just talking about uh, that I was trepidatious for is a human level problem, is a bin level. How do you solve this? It's going to be difficult to get through to these people. <laughs> They're pretty stubborn. Uh, these are God level problems. Uh, these are things of which I can just walk faithfully in and God is going to have to do the rest. Uh, mm-hmm. And so here's the thing it's like, and we just talked about this, right? There is not, I mean, what, you posted it about the show here earlier this week when we were talking about people that were, you know, of, of the amount of, of, of different sections of Christianity that we allow to operate as Christians where we should have stepped in a long time ago and said, look, I don't care what they say. They're not following Jesus. I can tell right now by their actions and whatever they're doing yeah. that they are not interested in the kingdom. And so, look, they're not. we don't have anything to do with it. We're going to stop. We're going to put a stop to whatever they're doing, right? Because we care about what we're following, yeah. right? Um, I think that that everybody is probably at this point afraid to say something to their buddy uh, who has, this only applies to people that have given their life to Jesus Christ, right? And have said, this is where I want to be. This is the kingdom I want to be in. These are the rules of which we agree to govern ourselves by God's glory and grace, right? If they agreed to that, you probably owe them a conversation. And they, agree, they agreed to rebuke from other Christians who said, look, this is not right. Yeah. And then if they, I mean, and if they say, no, that's not the deal. I'm not going to do that. You go get another guy. And then you bring two fellas. And then when they don't listen to that, then you boot them out for a while and say, look, man, this is what it takes. This is how we follow. You're obviously not doing it. You were in direct rebellion. And like, it seems such a small thing to do, right? Because a guy started running his mouth on Facebook, right? But let's be honest, <laughs> right? You have the option to not use that platform. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's it's like an alcoholic going to a bar, you don't have to be on there. And if you can't handle yourself on there, you should probably get rid of it, yeah. right? But you continue to go back to the dirty well that is a half inch deep and dip your bucket in sand and mud and throw it out there. You stopped caring what God had for you that day. You cared what you had going on that day. And it's pretty obvious that you had nasty, gossipy, well, and hateful things You're happening. picking fights with other mud dwellers. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's where you're. You're not. You're not making progress. You're not. You're not changing anybody's mind. You're just like you're mud wrestling with some other dude who was also already in the mud with you. Right, right. I, There's I, no win. There's th- no win. In right. It at it's, all. It's not a. Yeah. It's, ah, and it's, I, I. But here's the thing. I, I think we retain hope that like it should be a place where you can exchange ideas and people can learn from each other. It should be. It just isn't. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't know how redeemable it is. Take take <laughs> social media out of it. Tell me that there's not a guy in your life that like that at least one particular person where if they called you and said, "Look, man, I see what you got going on and I'm telling you, uh 
I need you to come back to where you were. What you're doing right now is not, not only sinful, but it is ruinous. It needs to stop. I can get those messages from a couple, three people and go, yeah, okay, I should probably do better. There's probably about one guy where I'd get that message and go, oh boy, I have screwed up. Crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's real possible that those who are listening, you're that guy or woman to somebody else. Maybe you need to call, like, stop acting like you're doing them favors by coddling them through this thing. I'm not saying you got to hit them with a paddle and call them names and berate them and, 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 and break them down. Their identity worth is already established. You don't get to take away from that. Right. right. But you do get to say your identity and worth is defined by God. But if you are not following that God, then you are ruining your own identity and worth. And I'm watching you do it. And I'm telling you, you're doing it. Right. And I think the point is to say, uh, to, to stick with the, the example we were talking about. Hey, friend, uh, I don't care if Trump bought the election or it was stolen from him. Either way, you're not representing Jesus. Correct. You're How you're speaking to other people does not represent Jesus. Uh, it doesn't reflect a worldview in which you are um, uh, trust him with the world that he has created, um, and you are misrepresenting uh, hope in the kingdom and grace behavior. for other people for being flat wrong. That's right. right? How many times did Lord Jesus got to look down on me and I am flat wrong, flat right. wrong, and he doesn't take out <laughs> snide posts and <laughs> crappy sayings and whatever. Right? He does exactly what we just prescribed. Right? He sends the Holy Spirit after me. He reveals sin to me. He sends another guy to come talk to me and, and goes, hey, what are you doing, Michael? What are you doing? Look, 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 look. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Right? And so, like, it, it is, we, we probably spent a lot of time on this particular conversation, and maybe it's too long. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not a, we're going to win this battle in it's little not steps. Fruit, yeah, maybe it's not fruitful. But, like, I, I do, I, I do. Maybe, maybe it persists. Do you think they don't know that they're being this way? Yes, I think they don't. How I think, is that possible? Be, well, be, blindness comes when you're fighting, when you believe you're right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're standing up for truth. That's right. On both sides. Right. And, th and here's the thing. Things that I, that I believe are important. If, mm -hmm. if, if, if you think the integrity of, of, of our process is being violated one way or the other, and you're standing up for that, I'm all right. I'm in. Mm -hmm. I actually, I think that's right. I think that's beautiful. But I do care how you do it. Well, that, um, that's that's what, because here's the thing. Here, in my in humble opinion, I don't know. What do I, I didn't actually count the votes in Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but neither did they. Uh, they didn't volunteer to go do I it. know that, and I think that's the difference, is that like, I can, I can you can only do the best you can. Uh, and, and so like, I, I have a re I have what I feel like is a reasoned opinion, but, uh, and, and I know that there's, there's faithful people who love Jesus who disagree completely with my, the opinion that I've come up with the information that I have. I'm totally cool with that. As long as we can handle our use of opinion in a way that honors the kingdom, mm -hmm. Be, like, like I'm actually, I'm after truth. I actually don't care how it shakes out either way. It's not my concern. I think the hard pill to swallow here is, is I know most of these fellas and I know how much effort they've put into it. The only effort they've put into it is the gossipy, slanderous crap that came out of their mouth. That was the extent of how much I'm fighting for truth. In what way did you fight for truth apart from typing, I'm fighting for truth and hits him? <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's your entire effort of fighting for truth and getting to the bottom of the thing. You read, you read two news articles written by people that already think what you think, and then you went, I'm fighting for truth, and then you posted it. And, like, you didn't go down there. You didn't even volunteer to count the votes. You didn't go talk to a guy that did count the votes. You looked into nothing, right? You yeah. just spat something out your mouth and said, I'm right, let's go. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like when, I saw, when I saw the headlines on, like, Trump said this, I'm like, eh. 
I mean, 99% of the news organizations said, Trump says this, he's trying to buy votes. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Ugh. boy, it, it just don't, it don't, it could be, <laughs> but it don't sniff right. I ha- Let me see the transcript. Mm-hmm. And of course I read the transcript and I said, mm, nope, <laughs> not, not really what they, not what they're getting at. I mean, I'm not saying that there's part of that conversation that isn't damning in some ways or another, but like, it isn't what you told me. Yeah. And like I said, I already gave away that I think the man legitimately lost the state. But like, I'm not invested in being right. I just want true things. And if the true thing was that the man won the state, then I'm for it. I am absolutely for it. So maybe that's the maybe that's the 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 kicker down one level is like you cannot say that you are fighting for truth if you're not actually fighting that's right. for truth. That's right. Right? You also cannot say that that you are out uh, spreading the gospel to people and trying to tell the good news to others. If you all you did was post on social media, that that is what you're doing. Yes, right, right. And actually, most of the people that I know that are out doing that don't write about it on social media they don't have time. because they're busy out doing that, right. And so once again, the guys that are fighting to make sure that the Georgia election is correct are they're counting bills right now. They're counting paper <laughs> right now and not going. By the way, counting paper, sin. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> counting paper. We're ahead. <laughs> Most people that are out doing legit work, fighting, like especially fighting, not just not just hey, I'm doing my job, but like fighting. That means I'm putting concentrated effort into doing something. Generally, you don't have time to toot your own horn, route your own applause, and tell everybody how great of a person you are and the truth that you're after. Yeah. You're just concentrating on that. So I'm 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 trying to get back to to what you said, and I'm trying to figure out why I, I can't let this go, and I think. One, maybe I should. Um, but two, <laughs> um, but two, I, th- I think where I'm stuck is that like, is, is it possible? Well, two things are possible in my mind. Well, multiple, but let's just go with two for now. Um, uh, th- that as always, the people who are handing themselves right aren't, aren't flamboyant about it. They're not in the conversation because, at all. Because handling yourself with meekness, with humility, going to a brother privately as opposed to flaming him somewhere on the on the interwebs, uh, that's not a public affair. And so if you're handling yourself rightly, that doesn't always show up. Okay, true. Okay, you're not going to see it. But two, I can assume that that's happening and that's why I don't see it. Or there's probably a bit of the flavor of the ice cream that says we, we may not be doing enough rebuking here. In the right way. And I th- I'm talking personally. I don't mean, you know what, I got to engage the old Facebook ponies and I'm going to put my team in a race. That's not what I mean. No. I just mean in our, in our, in our close, in our communal relationships where, uh, where, where Jesus, Matthew Luke both says, uh, look, if you, if you see something going on that shouldn't, you have a responsibility to rebuke it. And you have just as heavy a responsibility to forgive when that's forgive that sin when some, when it's repented of, um, same levels. But like, I just I think that some of the things that like I, I softball touch or like I'm like, well, that's just what they think. Um, but I, I just wonder, I just wonder if maybe it's just encouragement to say, look, if this is happening in your circle, because I, I talk actually I talked to a guy a couple weeks ago. Um, and he was meeting with some fellas, and like it, it is, it is happening. Like some of this stuff is just not right. How people are talking, they're 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 saying untrue things. They're not representing the character of Jesus. They're, how they're going about it. And I'm like, I don't care what their opinion is. 
how they're going about it is outside of the character of Jesus. And, and like, that is something we can speak to. That is something, the, the things I know for sure, character Jesus. Things I don't know for certain, vote counts in Georgia. And I will hold those two things with the right level of veracity. And our level of rebuke against, think of how much time people are spending rebuking their brother for their opinion on the vote count in Georgia. And not the fact that we cannot handle ourselves with Christian behavior interacting with that very thing. And so maybe that's why I can't let it go. I'm trying to think personally if there's just something I'm not addressing that this is sticking with me. I can't think of anything. I've generally mentioned it. <laughs> but like, um, I don't, I don't want to keep coming back to this or beating a dead horse. I, but I, I wonder if the horse isn't, isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we lack humility and we lack bravery in the face of some of these things to go, look, I, we can't, we can't yeah. conduct ourselves this way. I think, I think we, we have really damaged the witness of the church this election cycle. Yeah. I mean, I really, I mean, that's what you've been saying, you know, it, it is, I agree. I mean, we have, I mean, I've been part of that uh, to some extent. I rebuke uh, you for that, Dan. Yeah. I mean, see, <laughs> <Knock Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, it's sometimes it's hard to know, like what, it, where, where, how far do you go? Yeah. You know, like I, I've slowed way down cause I'm like, okay, it's like at some point for that reason, for what you've been saying, it's like at some point you're, you're, you're not representing the kingdom. You're just some angry guy yeah. screaming at the wind yeah on on both sides yeah yeah, yeah things um and and it's like what's what is more important that's that's hard to really draw that line and go uh well what really is more important well the kingdom of god is you know the church is people's eternity yeah um and um yeah there's been, i've done a lot of soul searching over the thing and trying to figure out like I've even gone back like what would I have done in the Revolutionary War right uh, right you, you know because like the, everything we're built on I'm like I don't know they did some pretty pretty cruel things though. Yes. I mean that you were they were actually defending people by getting rid of the, the, the British um, you know with all the stuff going but on but that was but but even then that's a great point because like I mean it was highly propagandized it was yeah. in it, you know like, people are caricatured um, people are riled up about things, and you're pressed to a dis- like. We have the luxury of of um, this being an election of consequence, but not of every consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, saying like yeah, relatively yeah. speaking, yeah, yeah. Um, it's but but yeah. When pressed with it, when you had to make the decision, like it's easy to be like, well, we're just the refs on how you conduct business, which business you end up with. I'm a little bit open to, which is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's cheating. It is a bit cheating. Because it says, um, uh, it, it basically takes yourself out of something that could be of substantial in, importance, like something like that, like a revolutionary war or some, yeah, something yeah. else. Right. I mean, you know, you, you've got, you've got uh, Christians talking civil war, and it's like, they're not gonna, there's not going to be a civil war. You, right. know, you know, people are not going to pull out guns and start shooting. I mean, I mean it could in, in a some very small scale, but it's yeah. not, we're not going to have some massive... You know, and I think we're just sounding silly. We yeah. really are. And I tend to be on their side. And most of the, you know, I, I agree with them. Uh, but I'm like, I don't know that that's the reaction. I don't know that that's how. And partly I don't know how to move forward. Yes. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, you know, well. And so I battle myself a lot. Yep. On, on, on what is fighting 
You know, like, like, like I said, oh, I'm fighting. I said I'm fighting. That's, well, that's all they're doing. It's like, that's worthless. That's really right. nothing other than just stirring everything up. But what does it look like to fight for fight for the thing in a productive way? Yes, what is in a real way. Yep. Like, uh, and I don't know. I'm, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm speechless. I just kind of yeah. uh, don't know um, what to think or do other than my higher calling is to make disciples. And that, that's all that matters. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what's eternal. That, that's what's eternal. And um, I would hate to have my behavior block me from the ability to share Jesus with someone. Right. And that, that's, that's where we're at, where, yeah. where people are just like turned off by the church, uh, by Christian people. Yeah, if people are turned off... I'm turned off by him. Yeah. You know... And it, you know all the prophecy, and I'm like, what? No, that picture, I mean, that picture Dan shared of of Trump and the lines, Dan. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Yes, you know, someone people, made that. You know, there's people weeping over that picture. Oh like, man, oh, this is so true. Oh. He's the only one of us left. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the frame back with his ladies in tow. Um, so that's a really good. Here's the thing. If if people are going to reject a message, let it be the one that called them to light. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like if we're going to be, if we're going to rub people the wrong way, let let them be, ru- I mean, I'd not let, let them, them hate you because they hated him. Yeah. Yeah. Do, right. do that. Not hate you because they hated Trump, Trump. because they hated Biden. <laughs> yeah. Biden. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Once again, and I, I, I know we've said this, but like you have complete freedom to battle for those things in this country mm-hmm. as a citizen. You also have complete freedom in Christ to give up that freedom in service of of Jesus, of, of, of leading other people to the kingdom. Laying that freedom down and saying, I realize I have the freedom to do this because of the country I live in, but I, I'm going to set that aside. I'm going to let my things be over here, and I'm going to let God things be God things, and that's what I'm going to go do, and that's what I'm going to focus on. I realize that it seems extreme to say, just get out of it. Just get out of it. But like... We do this every four years, and actually, in the last uh, three political cycles, we we only take like a six month break now. So like, <laughs> so that and then we're doing it like every six months, it fires up again, and like every time you convince yourself that this is going to be the big deal and this is going to be the big change, and then I can look through your church congregation and go, nope, that was a big change, that was a big change, that was a big change, and and as as much as I enjoy the freedoms as much as the next guy. Um, and, 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 and don't hear me trying to take them for granted. I just think it's way out of proportion, way imbalanced. Yeah. I would like, if you had to, if you had to blow it up and rebuild, rebuild from your, from your, from a kingdom perspective, and then take, take that other stuff on as directed or capable. But like, that's not your initial thing out of the gate. I think that's, I think that's the thing. I, I was thinking, just thinking about that. Um, look, if, if you have, and I think this is desperately needed um, from, a, from a political, but I mean, societal perspective in general, this goes with every science you know, article that comes out with every uh, study on humanity. Like, if you're going to be a person that, that separates wheat from chaff and finds the truth and speaks to it, I think that's sorely needed. If you do not have the energy to the, uh, uh, for that task, uh, then don't then don't propose to be it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have the time to sort through all of it, if you're not gonna, if you're not open to having your mind changed by by seeing facts and taking in alternative points of view, like if that's not you, then shut up. That's not for you. Then let that go and make disciples. 
Someone else will have to step in who's got the time and energy to do it. I hate, there's a, this is the second reason we don't talk about a lot of that stuff on the show. It's like, I honestly haven't vetted out to a level of which I feel confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, I, who really knows? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to vet that crap yeah. out. And so, like, if, if that's you, and like I said, desperately needed, great, then do it and speak boldly. If it's not you and you saw an article somewhere or you saw a headline that misrepresented what happened on a phone call for 99% of the, of the media platforms, then don't share if that's all you're going to do because everyone else has access to CNN, too. And so we don't need you and your commentary around it. You're the millstone man. That's right. So just let it go. And so, like, I think, but 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 maybe if this is a, um, if this is a thing for 2021, I'd say I'd say it's it's time to blow it up and say, um, where do I focus my time, my energy, my heart, my passion, my emotions, my anxiety, and if. If any of those are like, if those things are not answered with the kingdom as the foundation, then you don't have time for anything else, friend. Like it's time to reorient and get that stuff realigned. And then as God directs you or gives you the platform or the ability to start grabbing things beyond basic kingdom stuff like political stuff, then great. Then I think you probably should. I think God does call influence in that area and I think you should be involved. But like, I'm not, if you're not getting the basic stuff right, with your time and attention and treasure and money and, and everything else, then uh, it's time to blow it up. You need to get out. I'm okay with saying you need to get out of the political arena. You don't you don't belong there. I think you can, t- yeah. You want to take stock. Look at the things that you are capable of rolling up to God, right? Your family, the people around you. If you're struggling at work to pray and submit to whatever's happening at your workplace to God, you need to reevaluate evaluate where you're working or what you're doing. If politically... If if you're if you're not running any of that, I know I know people like this. They run everything by Jesus except for their political opinion. Then they just they seem to put on a big uh, vuvuzela and out out it goes. <laughs> right? Like they won't make a step. They're like, I'm looking for a new job. I'm really praying on it. I'm really praying that my son gets into college. I'm really praying on this and this. Hey, how do you feel about this? Super. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't ask Jesus about none of that. That seems weird, right? Yeah. Shouldn't that seem weird to you? You run everything through a filter of Jesus Christ, except for when it comes election time, and all of a sudden you're the only guy that knows how to say anything. <laughs> That's not healthy for you, yeah. right? You're not submitting that to God, and like like Ben said, like uh, God works through these things. God works through through governmental roles and and how and where you live and where you were born and how countries work and 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 like He appoints kings, right? This is not out of His purvey, but you you know this. Listen to me, friend. You know this. You're not even asking Him. You're not even asking him. You're not submitting to him. You're not. You're. You sometimes you like to side settle his name next to an American flag and a bald eagle and have the book of James open or something and be like, "Oh, this is all tied together." <laughs> you made that up. You didn't pray on that. You didn't ask God if that was the deal. Right. You just wanted it to be the deal so you could feel justified in all the time you spent on it. Yeah. So if you are, if you are currently rolling it up to God, I would say you keep it. If you're not currently rolling up to God, I think you need to get rid of it yeah. until you learn to roll it up to God. I th- actually, I think that's fair. I, I would say that, that nobody suffers from a back to basics in 2021. Like to, to, to cut, cut everything else as, as a standard. Say, look, I, I will let these things back in when they start kicking down my door or God brings them to me. Past that, I've got some core things that are my, dudes especially, you've got some core things that are your responsibility. I think it's, I think I'd, I'd blow it up and start over. And then say, I'll let it back in when and if I know that I'm supposed to. Yeah, I don't think that's harmful at all. I don't think so. Either. And frankly, you want you even if you want to think of this as strategizing, like now's a good time. You're not going to reverse the election, uh, and you know what? You don't need any politics talking about the next two or four years uh, going on in the next six months. You don't need to be part of anyway. It's yeah. not your business. No, just let it go. It's it's a bunch of people yapping, and so let them yap. 
and and so blow blow that thing up and like that's politics i mean that's probably a lot of stuff it's probably all right to say look we just came out of kind of a disorienting year for large groups of people uh and they're like where do i step next well let's just let's blow it up and start your back to basic stuff and then build upon that and then be careful what you let in the door yeah pick politics included pick your pick pick what you take in pick your community do it on purpose Pick your time with your family. Pick what you do with your family. You know when it's when it's quiet time. Like choose what you're taking in. Don't get don't get pulled around by a ding or a red circle with a number in it, just because it it hits you right. Like take control of your life, man. Right? Stop getting yeah. po- check your around. mail. I'm not checking my mail. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want it. Just because someone called you, don't mean you got to answer. Hey, man, it. I actually even do that with my physical mail. Someone go, hey, someone checked the mail today. I'm like, I don't want to get it today. No, whatever's yeah. in there, wait till tomorrow. I don't care. Yep. It's we, my mail. I'll do what I want. And we've had this conversation in the last year, but like, uh, you you are you're misunderstanding your technology, even the technology in your house, right? You, I mean, you're letting it boss you around, right? It's running you like a marionette, friend, right? Just because someone called does not mean you need to answer it. Mm-hmm. Just because someone called doesn't even mean you have to check to see who it is. You can just go. Doesn't matter who it is. I'm gonna stay right here. I'm busy. I'm playing Candyland with my kids, <laughs> yeah. or I'm petting the dog. I don't care. That phone does not own you. The guy, every <laughs> like, I'm petting the dog. It's your uncle. Don't care. Don't care. Petting the dog. <laughs> Here's the thing: is I don't have to feel bad about it if I don't go look and see what it is. Right? Like my uncle has his own life. I have my own life, and right now I'm petting the dog. That's not selfish. That's just a choice that I've made. Right? And like I get to decide who gets to interrupt that, who gets to change my plans, and whether I accept them. And like it sounds all selfish but here's the thing is everybody did the same thing people would stop expecting you to answer the phone within one ring or be mad at you we've allowed that we've allowed that type of interruption in your life as this as if we can't go you know 20 minutes without texting somebody and going hi look i had lasagna cool man you know know? i've been so thankful for that thumbs up emoji on all the messaging platforms i know yeah beautiful (laughs) Because you're like, I don't know what to say to this. Great, yeah. lasagna, thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the same. Here's the thing. Here's what's so bad, though. It's the same thing I do to my kid. That, like, cream cheese is two years old. All right. He, 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 he jumped off that couch 17,000 times. And, and the, you guys have had this young kid, 16,999. He's still like, hey, dad, check this out. Yeah. And I'm like, phone it in. I'm like, thumbs up, cream cheese. I call him cream cheese. Thumbs up, cream cheese. And I, that's the 16,000 thumbs up I gave him. I'm not invested in him, Joe. I, I tried the first five. I'm like, boy, great form, man. Use the center cushion. <laughs> it yeah. really flies. You know? But like, I just gave up, and I'm thumbsing up. And so if you get a thumbs up from me on the message, like I may mean it, but I may just be going, I don't know what to say to you. I'm not quite sure why you <laughs> said this to me. I saw thumbs this. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, blow it up. Hey, you going to blow it up this year? Let us know. I'm kind of excited about that. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna take a purposely purpose blow up, uh, and and, and try to, to relook at my stuff. Uh, as a matter of, I've already done some of that actually because I've realized mm-hmm. that that I've got some I've got stuff that's um, playing me like a fiddle, and I don't like it. Uh, and it, it generally has to do with my time, my phone. It has to do with a lot of time, how much time I spend validating news. I don't know if it needs to play me like a fiddle like that. I think I'm. If you guys are bowing out for good health, I'm bowing out. Uh, and so I'll casually look at what's on the Christian Post before show to see if we've embarrassed ourselves as Christianity. Past that, I'm probably not going to invest super a lot in it. There's no risk in taking a year sabbatical here. Mm-hmm. No risk. You're not going to change anything. Your activism's not going to change nothing here in the next year. Yep. Like it's just just take the year. You, actually, here's here's where I know where we've overstepped. Um, my my wife's my wife's dad was over at the house today, and um, I can't remember. We were talking about people who sing or whatever, and uh, someone was talking about a song from Adele, 
And my wife's dad, my father-in-law goes, uh, hey, have you seen Adele lately? He's like, she's lost a lot of weight. I'm like, I know, I saw, she's lost a ton of weight. And in that kitchen was me and him and my wife. And the only person who has no idea that Adele has lost any weight is my wife. None. And I looked at him and I said, we're not living our lives correctly. <laughs> we're like, we know this because he and I are like, re- like we're reading, we're taking stuff in all the time, news and crap. He watches it. I, I read a lot of it. And like my wife, uh, homeschools four kids and uh, teaches art classes and runs our household and does a lot of really cool things. And like, she just, she has no time. She has no time for any of this. And so like major things will happen in the world. You have no idea. And the thing is, is her life is not worse for it. The only negative in her life about that is when I go, hey, did you hear about Adele? And she goes, no. Yeah. That's it. That's the impact. And then I have to go, well, <laughs> she lost a lot of weight. And she goes, no consequence to me. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good for, for her. Thumbs. <laughs> yeah. And here's <laughs> the thing. It's like that's not apathy. That's just not necessary. Yeah. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. It's not I don't care about Adele. It's just like it, it's not my business. I, it, it doesn't impact my life. Adele doesn't care whether I know she lost weight. It's irrelevant to me. Yes. It does not matter. It's passing. I don't know why I looked at the story, why I cared about the headline. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just it doesn't matter. And we, I think we've come to the belief that a lot of things matter that don't matter. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, it, it goes by, um, think of how many news stories that seem big and then like literally three weeks later, like nobody's talking about them anymore. Yeah. And then maybe some guy brings it up a year later and we all reminisce about it. And was like, you remember that? Oh, that was a big, big deal. And then after his piece goes down, we all forget about it again because it really didn't matter. I do find that uh, I, in some of the, the year in 2020 conversations, like I almost had to laugh because I've been in the same position as your wife for probably six months now i just stopped paying attention you know and they're like oh, it was just a rough year and it was just one of those man would just be so glad to just dumpster fire every year and i'm like i don't know i mean i you know i mean it, it, I, I mean there was there was some bad stuff we're in a pandemic right yeah. i mean yeah i mean it's kind of rough but like it wasn't weighing me down you know any different than any other year right people mm-hmm. people get sick every year it makes me sad you know i pray the same amount you know what I'm saying? like the, the further i got away because it's it's like a tornado with arms, right? It doesn't even co- it doesn't just come to your town. It sits at the other town and grabs for you and tries to drag you into the town. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not fired up about that. Why am I? Fi-? I mean, I'm sad for the, some of the things that are going on. I'm just as prayerful as I was. I have, I but I'm not going to join the anxiety parade or the depression parade or whatever else we're trying to spin people up and make them feel like like yeah, it was a crappy year. And I can emphasize emphasize em- empathize empathize. empathize <laughs> uh, with others that have had a crappier year than me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that's true. But I don't see any reason for, like, half the country to join the guys that are in the... St- How are you supposed to help people out when you join them in the crappiness? Right. Right? Like, I mean, you know, Job's friends are classic. They just show up, say nothing, sit down, and go, hmm, hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right? They don't show up and be like, you know what? Maybe we should scrape all our skin off, too. So we can feel like Job. Maybe we should burn our places to the ground. Nobody does that, right? And that's that's the society. Join me in my terribleness. Yeah. No, no, let me comfort you from a place of where there's not comfort, and I will bring you to I me. Ref- I, right, and instead we're like, I refuse comfort until you are in my position right. as well. You like, must well. experience the same crappiness I'm... I, I don't want to. I, I'm, trust me, my day's coming. There's always days when it's dumpster fire at my place. Don't worry, my day will be there. But I don't want to hang around with another a bunch of dumpster fires. I want to find someone else with a clean dumpster and go, how'd you get it clean? Or is there clean in sight? Yeah, yeah, sometimes it catches on fire. 
but it'll be clean. Hold mm-hmm. on, hang tight, Mike. Those are the people I want to talk to. Yep. <laughs> I don't want other people setting it on fire just to join me. Right. That seems ridiculous. And that was year in 2020. Yeah. And I stayed out of the news for six months, and I caught back on just at the the very end of the year. And I'm like, man, I wonder what I missed actually. And I'm like, dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Everybody's dumpster fire. Okay. It must have t- terrible things could have happened. But they spent so many times making, you know, witty comments about how much of a dumpster fire it was. I couldn't even tell what the news was. Actually, just the f- general feeling that it was bad. And, and you know, we see that in the advent of uh, of the twenty four seven news channels, right? Like once you once you came up with the concept that said people want news all the time, you had to find news to put in it. Right. And then what did you do? You like you inundated people with either the same stuff over and over again or a bunch of varied stuff that's that brought in things you would never have heard of and generally were negative things. And so like it continued to amp up that like when you open the space to say I will let all this stuff in, then you became responsible for all the stuff and it started to weigh on you. And then if as we're watching that and digesting it or saying I want I'm going to take it all in, it had the same effect. Like then it starts it starts running your life, your need to know your um, what 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 is positive on empathy starts to become an overload because it's more than you can bear. You cannot bear the whole world. It's not possible. We uh, we said we were talking about this a few weeks ago. I, I we're prob- we're not created to bear the burdens of knowing everything in the world. Like you can't, you can't, you're not capable of taking it. And most people can't, like some people, like there's a lot of people can't do it casually. Like they just, they see it and it, and it wrecks them or it see it and, and it pisses them off. And so like, um, you become a crusader on, on a crusade that is, is, is not yours to win and that you have no influence on at all. And social media has given you the false indication that you, that your voice matters. And that is necessary. And like, I, I, I'm glad the empowerment goes. I, I think you should be empowered in your personal relationships and in your community that you matter and your voice matters. But th- it is simply not true that your voice matters on a giant stage. It probably doesn't. No. And, and, and the thought that it be that you think it does then causes you to think that like I'm responsible for having done it. But it means so much to like somebody i know right to your community yes. it means your your voice does mean so much That's your right. empathy can mean a world of difference and you are trying to spread it out on matthew mcconaughey that's who, right who you don't know you don't know matthew mcconaughey and you read an article yesterday about how he was on his third island playing bongos with his second born and you're like oh that's so cute what are you doing oh man i saw okay the, the end this is my this stuff has to go but as an example I saw uh, someone had written, uh, there was an article, a news article about uh, Lori, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Like you, the, the college scandal, you know about this? Oh, yeah. Where yeah. They, they, they made them seem like they were rowers so they get a rowing scholarship, yeah. but instead they just kind of paid under the table and got their kids into college. Hmm. From the full house, Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky, Mike. Okay, Aunt Becky. Anyway, so it, the article was um, th- this person is seen partying. Uh, two days after her mom gets out of jail. I'm like, okay, and? But the deal was is that, like, people had responded to this picture of this girl. She was out on a yacht or something, um, and someone goes, how could she even party? Doesn't she know that we're in a pandemic? I'm like, what is the matter with you? Like, how? It's giving you a false sense. I don't care what this person does. She may not even be a quality person, this daughter of whoever. Right. But, like, to think... To say whatever it is that's going on everywhere else, like everyone has to live as if we're in that situation. Like when I would rather go, boy, I'm sick. I can't party. I hope you're having a good time. But this person goes, how could she be so blind as to go out and have a good time when a relatively small amount of the population is not having a good time? 
uh, and is suffering under something. Because, like, frankly, that's true at any given time. Take COVID off the table. Right. Right. Hey, right. there's a funeral going on somewhere in the United States. Make sure you don't have any peanut butter today, boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so, it's so self-centered a way to look at the world. And so it, it says that my circumstance matters to someone else's circumstance 10 states and 10 uh, um, monetary levels away from me, and it should matter. And that, I hate to, like, I think you have, you as a person have inherent value and worth. You were created for joy uh, with relationship with Jesus. And I think there's a strong value in your influence within your family and in your community, to Mike's point. However, that means it, nothing to the person a state away, a neighborhood away, probably two houses down, is your life is not relevant to theirs. And you are foolish to think that it is. And you are foolish to think that like the rest of the world should then bend to whatever your situation is. And I think we're seeing that in a lot of what people are asking when it comes to language, how people are referred to, acceptance of how what their life is going on. Like they can at least accept a libertarian perspective that says, look, not, my, not your business, it's my business. But instead we're like, you know what? What I, what I want in my own house, I want to be called Chuck even though my name's Darlene, and you know what? Everybody will call me Chuck, and I'm going to go door to door. And like, you know what? Your life just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the person two people down. And, and like, mm -hmm. it's not because we, people don't love you, but that guy doesn't love you, and he doesn't have to. It's not his business. And so, I, but it's hard. It's hard because what it says is that that feels like it's devaluing you as a person, but it's not. It's just saying the reality of not everybody cares about it. Yeah, you. I mean, what? Yeah, it doesn't change your value as a person. You have overweighted your impact. That's uh, right. Yeah. You right. You know, and so like it'd be as if as if I ordered a, a pair of socks and then I sent a newsletter out to the tri-state area and said, "Mike got new socks. Here's a picture of the old socks. Here's me wearing the new socks." Yeah. yeah. And and then I'm disappointed when ninety nine point whatever percent go. I hate this. Yeah. Don't send me your crappy sock mail That's anymore. Right. <laughs> right. But it has to be so important to you that I did a sock. And even if it's very important to you, like all the things we just listed, you are over, you're overplaying the weight of which you think that, that once That's again, the mistake. Yes. That's correct. Correct. That's the mistake. Your value didn't change. Your worth didn't change, but you overplayed on how much you thought that that applied to other people and its ability to encroach on their daily lives. Right, like, I, like it, it, it is. It, it's, it's, a, it's a self-centeredness. Yes. Right. It's a, it's a looking to its self-importance. That's probably the more self-righteousness. Yeah. You know, I read, I've made a change. Everyone should be aware. <laughs> I read. Boy, I'm just totally indicting myself today. I read something today um, <laughs> that there was a guy who who went and and was trying to solicit a. Um, he was going to be a streamer, stream his games. Right. He's going to be a gamer who streams his stuff so people watch it. And he was about to, uh, he, he goes, hey, look, he reaches out to a guy who produces music and say, look, I want you to create me a 30-minute buffer music or a four-minute intro music and then 30-minute buffer. I want the 30, 30 or 30 second to be super exciting, four minutes to be blah, blah, blah. Uh, the guy responds and says, uh, I'd be glad to do that for you. Um, here's my rates, blah, blah, blah. Does this sound acceptable? And the guy, guy goes, um, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm a major... I'm a major uh, streamer. Doesn't this have anything, you know, doesn't have any weight? You know, if I can get you the exposure through my channel, will you do it for less? He goes, and the guy kind of responds and goes, look, I don't really do work for like that any, anymore. Um, but if it's big enough, I think maybe we'll, we, you know, we can look at it and I can duck the price down to this for blah, blah, blah. I think it, it, was, it ended up being like 500 bucks or something. And the guy goes, how about $50 for both? And the guy's like, no, no, I, no, that's, that's, not, that's not worth my time. Um, and he goes, you're really passing up a great opportunity. And he's like, okay, well, send me, send me a copy of your latest statistics on how many people watch your thing. And I, I think the response was, well, I haven't started it yet, but I'm going to be big. 
and you should do this work for free. And like, obviously the guy didn't end up doing the work. But like, it's that example of, of self-importance that goes like, yeah. you're willing to take food off that guy's table because you think you're awesome. And that guy, here's the deal, he said goodbye, and you will never see that man again. What you do with your life doesn't mean anything at all to that guy and never will. Right. And like, but there are plenty of people in guy A's life of which he does have influence, and there's plenty of people in guy B's life of which he does have influence. And you should use those, and you are valuable in those things. But like, the assertion that how, how important you are, how far your influence extends, and what that means for other people who don't even know you, like, that's, that's where that lacks humility. It lacks humility, and the, and then trying to force that upon a world around you is that also lacks humility, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, hey, you listen live from the path. Maybe we got this whole thing wrong, uh, uh, or whatever. Maybe it was helpful. I don't know. Uh, maybe we're spending too much time. We always, it, I tell you what, it, it never fails. You get three to four weeks in, we're back on humility and social media. So things that are always going to keep coming up, and either it's because there's still a problem, or we have a we have a thing around it. I don't care. Uh, if it's still a problem, we'll probably keep talking about it. If it's not a problem, you put the prayer on that, and God will sort that out in this room, and then we'll stop talking about it. Here's the thing, it. is you wouldn't know if it was a problem or not if you got off social media. That's right. Mm. You're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to you. That's where I post the show. Yeah, right. That's how... You that's know, affecting a solid three people. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's true. You know, I didn't even get on social media until... Like, I was not on Facebook until we started the show. I started a Facebook page, a Facebook account, specifically for somewhere to share the show content. Yeah. This show has brought me to trouble. Toilet I'm a safe social media trouble. user. I barely look at it. I use the marketplace is what I do. I have never bought anything off marketplace. Oh, oh I love it. I don't, wanna, buying stuff. I don't want to meet people face-to-face -face anywhere. It freaks me out. No, I have my wife do. I'm always telling my wife, you need to tell me when you're going to go pick up somebody's, you know, she went to some little old lady's house and, and bought... Uh, LP albums <laughs> like she had like a, a, a wall full of them hundreds and hundreds and wow. I'm like just because she said she was a little old lady she, she could have been someone else yeah, yeah right you need to let me know when you're doing these things and oh yes. okay then the other day she goes, look what I got today I'm like where'd you dig at that well I met somebody like what, what did we discuss well, I, I mean one of these days you're just going to disappear and I don't know if you left me or if yeah, someone yeah. took you right <laughs> my wife ended up she said she was supposed to meet someone in like a parking lot to go pick something up yeah. and they said uh, she got a text and said oh just uh, it, it's not right there it's over here a little bit and it's an abandoned hotel of which people are living in I said why didn't That's you just leave idea. yeah I really wanted that thing and so she and someone brought it out like some kind of dude comes around the corner and is obviously living in this abandoned hotel uh and brings this it was like a pot or something like it was something so asinine I yeah, said, yeah. we will order it new <laughs> we got little pots we get yeah we get we got we got <laughs> lights for our house that are like are like a led really super bright that's yeah like, okay that's, i guess that's okay i mean uh, we had light boy maybe <laughs> i should get on this marketplace i, I mean here's the deal there's some good i mean there's some good options in there <laughs> right but you know if your wife gonna go like i agree just tell me when you going yeah. and where <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe text me when you get there right hmm. Uh, well, so real quick, I got to tell a, a, a clean Christian joke. Ready? A busload of politicians were driving down a country road when all of a sudden the bus ran off the road and crashed into a tree in an old farmer's field. The, the old farmer, after seeing what had happened, went over to investigate. He then proceeded to dig a hole to bury the politicians. A few days later, the local sheriff came out, saw the crashed bus, and asked the old farmer where all the politicians had gone. The old farmer said he had buried them. The sheriff asked the old farmer, were they all dead? The old farmer replied, well... Some of them said they weren't, but you know how them politicians lie. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, no. I'm not sure that qualifies as a clean Christian I joke. I, I think that it sounds a... like murder. <laughs> but it is on ChristiansUnite.com jokes. Oh. All right. Let's give some advice, Mike, and we'll call it today. Okay. I'm trying to pick between these three. Let's go for the crazy grandson. Dear life on the path. My father passed away a few months ago. My brother lives out of state, so emptying the house has been up to me. Shortly after the funeral, my adult son, the only grandchild, arrived and loaded his car with all the toilet paper, paper towels, light bulbs, cleaning products, etc. Interesting. He did it without asking, so I promptly had the locks changed. When I asked him about it, he said, Grandpa doesn't need that stuff no more. That's true. After months of packing by myself, we are now down to the furniture, and my son wants everything. He feels he's entitled to it. Rather than select one or two pieces, he is gimme, 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 and sees nothing wrong with this attitude. I didn't raise him that way, but he is that way now. What should I do? <laughs> I, th- I mean, she didn't mention it. They're not like heirlooms. I think it's just a bunch of furniture laying around. You're going to give it to the, I mean, the Salvation thing, Army? Or yeah. <laughs> it's not gimme, gimme, gimme if you're like, who wants who wants couch? I do. Who wants this chair? I'd like that chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's not gimme, 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 gimme. And I mean, he was right. Here's the thing is, is uh, he's the only grandchild, which means you only had one kid, right? Yeah. And so- uh, You've already got a house full of furniture. You don't right, need it. Right. I mean, he's probably broke, so he probably was like, I mean, he could have asked. He seems a little rude, you know, like, hey, hey, look, is it okay if I take like the toilet paper, the cleaning products? I could actually really use them. Like he's not going about it very well. But I mean, if you're asking- who wants the furniture? Or even if he's showing up and be like, hey, is anyone else going to take this furniture? Because I could really use it. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't seem gimme, 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 does it? I mean, I suppose you could play this out depending on the words that are coming out of his mouth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, you're, you're what, I mean, what's he, like 25? I mean, what are he's you? not trying to steal something. I mean, it's just. Right. Maybe he's helping you. Look at it that way. Hey, get this out of the house. Okay. Yeah, that's how I was thinking of it. I mean, like, here's the thing: is that like, if you if if you were on good terms with your kid, let's say you trusted them, they were otherwise good people. If you were responsible for this and they showed up, and I and I came in there and like all the paper towels and all the stuff was gone, I might call my kid and go, "Hey, did you grab that stuff?" They go, "Yeah, yeah, Grandpa didn't need it. I thought I, I needed. It. I came and picked it up. I'm like, sweet, thanks. All right, yeah, yeah. right. Because what I didn't want it. Yeah. Like ultimately, it it served a purpose. I think the same thing is true for his furniture. And un- unless there's like something that reminds you of your dad, right? Like a desk he writes at, or right, what you know, right. whatever. And yeah. just say that. that. That just say that. But like, like you've had time to take care of that already. Right. You, <laughs> I'm assuming you're in your fifties. Most people have the couch thing handled, and they're yeah. not waiting for grandpa to die so they get his sweet couch from yeah. thirty years it's ago. It's got cowboys and Indians on it. I want <laughs> it. I mean, that, that's just not generally the case. But once again, a kid, a younger kid, like in his twenties, is like, wow, couches that don't smink, don't stink, or smell like burnt pizza. Cool. Can I have these? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like like those type of exchanges really help younger kids, but you as the as the child of the guy that died, I mean, you don't really want his TV. You know it's an old crappy TV. Yeah. You didn't even you didn't buy a brand new TV. You already right, got right. one. So it's it seems weird. I don't know what you'd expect out of him, right? If you asked, then your kid's like, Yeah, I'll take it. That's not being selfish. If he's like, Hey, can I have first dibs on this stuff? Well, sure. You don't want the couch, or you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to fill up the, the the local Salvation Army with it, or you want to give it to your son? Like it's like he wants his dad to be, he wants the dad wants the son to be like super grateful to him for stuff that everybody knows he doesn't want, right? And yeah, that never didn't yeah. belong to him in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa it's doesn't not need like this. You're, right. <laughs> you're not bequeathing it to your son based on your mass riches, right? Grandpa passed, and he's got a house full of stuff, and it needs to go somewhere. Yeah, 
when, when, when my mom died, she had a car that was really kind of a cool little car, a little, little like purple or bright blue, whatever it was. It was blue or purple in that family yeah. to the colorblind guy. Uh, um, a little sports car. You're colorblind? I am. I yeah. did not know that. I mean, like blues and purples. All I, I, that explains your shirt. One of the two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so many years, Dan. That explains a lot. <laughs> okay, carry on. But, but uh, I remember I, I I drove the car home and I thought, well, I can, this car is kind of cool. I think I'll keep it. You, yeah. you know, I, uh, it'll save me money on my big truck. Blah blah. blah. And like it wasn't two hours later, my daughter, the only grandchild that that could drive. Pulls up in her like beat up Jeep that had been in a wreck, and all she goes, Man, can I have that car? And I thought, You really could use this better than me. <laughs> right. I, and so I got out of the car and never got back in it again. <laughs> I was like, I, and that was the end I of it. I was like, Well, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I don't understand the issue. <laughs> this is a <laughs> weird like, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what, what was the final question? What should I do? No, it was, I didn't raise, uh, let's see, I didn't raise him that way, but he is that way now. What should I do? Yeah, I mean, it's really not a question of how you raised him, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I need more evidence to see that's how he is. It's also a really know, specific situation, right? Yeah. Like, is he coming to your house every Tuesday saying, give me, give me, give me, give me yeah. Cheetos, yeah. give me, give me, give me, you know? <laughs> or is this a one-time deal? Like, here's, I I think if I, if you had to put a whole story together, look, your your dad just died. You're processing how to handle this, and you're probably burying yourself and doing the, the everyday stuff, the getting the house cleaned out and taking mm-hmm. your mind off it and whatever. And like, you need something to be upset at. So I, I think you're taking it out on your boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he might be a little turd. I don't know. But like, the story that you're telling and all the circumstances at this point, it seems like he just could use the stuff more than anybody else yeah. compared to everyone else in the scenario. And so, I, you know. I, I think there's more upset that he, they didn't get help. Yeah. That, that's, well, yeah. that's true. I'm, but mentioned that's that twice, thing. I think. In I the mean, letter. but you do that to your son. You're like, hey, man, the couch is yours. You and your buddies come get it. I'm not yeah. bringing it over to you. Right. Right? You got two able bodies and nothing else to do. Come pick this stuff up. Yeah. You got help. You just don't like it that it came from your son. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I think you're in the wrong, sir. Mm. Uh, Segular says, although at this point it's a little late, what you should do is finally say no. Unless your father stated specifically in writing that your son should get everything, what he did is considered stealing. Oh. I don't think. Boy, I mean, I just don't. I mean, monetarily, even if you add everybody's crap up, minus like the jewelry or whatever, but just like the furniture, the dining room table, you you got like six hundred dollars here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like used couches don't go for nothing. The table yeah. ain't worth nothing. The chairs ain't. There's that monetarily, none of it's worth anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to you. I don't know why you care, especially kitchen tables. You know how much younger couples really a- appreciate a decent oh, kitchen yeah. table. Everybody goes through like the crappiest kitchen table, right? When you're like, boy, we got to get rid of this thing. And finally, when you get one that stands up on its own, it doesn't rock. You're like, we've made it. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. I like you could fit really four turned. people on this thing. It doesn't tip. It doesn't <laughs> turn. Yeah, I mean it's really something. I, it's just you put a weird foot in the sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, you got uh, of the three, you got one more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this one's short. Okay. Dear life from the path, we have a friend who often comes to us for advice, but never seems to take it. She mm-hmm. keeps making the same mistake over and over again. How do we get through to her? Here's the thing. I had this conversation with uh, a guy earlier this week. Um, uh, This Christian worldview, right, Uh boys? Uh, Look, you pray and you hand their situations over to God. You are not them. You cannot run their life for them. You can give them counsel when they ask, and you can pray and pray and pray and pray. And then as the feeling of responsibility comes sneaking back in when they ruin their own selves again, you pray and pray and then you talk to them and counsel them and help them do good things 
and help them steer away from bad things, and then you send them off to live their life again. You can't live their life for them. Their choices are their choices. They were given most likely all of the facts ahead of time, and they chose the bad thing. And, like, you can't let it own you. You can't let it weigh on you. You don't own all the things. You're going to feel sad as someone you love continues to experience bad things because of choices that they make. But uh, their hope is in only one place, and the sooner you can realize that it's not you, right? Especially as a Christ follower, um, for a lot of years, I think I, I assumed that if things were going to change, it had to be God working through me. Well, it turns out that God has a cattle on a thousand hills and a lot of people that love him, and God can send other people <coughs> to go talk to your friend, your family member, your coworker, um, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't actively be asking what God has for you and who and, and, and how to spread the good news to other people, but it's not for you to zone in missile style on one person and go, this one's my responsibility. Uh, you're misunderstanding God's kingdom and who's actually in control here and whose kingdom it is. It's not yours, right? Mm-hmm. It's God's, and he will direct you to do it as he sees fit. He will send other people to do it, and he will let people run to ruin so they see him. Uh, look at Israel. He did it multiple times. He said, you keep doing this, I'm going to have to make you feel it so you turn around and see me. So lament the fact that someone has to go through something hard. Um, but if you know Jesus Christ, um, pray that God uses it for his, his purposes because he's, he's, it's a character. He's done it before. It, it, because otherwise, what we just talked about, this is the first half of the show. People don't listen. <laughs> People don't listen when they're rolling around on waves and thinking everything's great and drinking sun tea. Only when the boat crashes do they go, boy, I hope there's a God up there to talk to because we're in the real straits. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? God says, I have to get people to turn to me. And people are like, hey, I wish you'd have showed me earlier. I did. I did, and you didn't you want anything to do with it. So right. now I have to wait till the boat crashes. So I get it. It's hard. I get it. There's a lot of guilt and weight and sadness associated with it. But once again, um, you can judge the things you can handle by the things that you can roll up to God. You can't do this without him. Right, you can't, and, and even if it means if they're if, if if you can't handle their friendship or continuing to bring bad things to you, if if you can't roll that up to God, you should probably get rid of that friendship because if you can't roll it up to God, you're going to own it and it you'll sink with it. It will destroy you, and it's not helping that person either. Correct. It's a lose lose on both accounts. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a good that's a good way to think about it. In that, uh, if you continue to give advice and someone doesn't take it. Um, there are appropriate emotions related to that. It's okay to feel sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay to mourn the fact that people are continuing to make bad decisions. Um, what doesn't serve you at all is anger that they refuse to do it. Fear, um, fear um, on the on the consequences of what they're anxiety on what they're going to do next. Um, and that's hard. That's it that is, is difficult. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or g- guilt that maybe you gave the wrong advice or didn't do it in the right way or blah, blah, blah. Like, those are all things that we are prone to because we care. Um, it is okay, just to restate, uh, it's okay to mourn because you care. It's okay to um, to be sad for them because you care. Uh, it's okay to hope for improvement. It's okay to persist in prayer. Um, but it is harmful to you to take on the burdens of anxiety, fear guilt um, related to people who who simply don't want to take any advice from you yeah Un- under again with the small caveat under the assumption that like you actually one give good advice and two don't do it like a weasel yeah like yeah. if you need to repent because when you say give advice what you mean is uh i chastise them and uh told them how worthless they were and forced them to hit rock bottom with my words okay no that's you lost you should feel guilty for that and repent of it directly and then do better 
but assuming that you're otherwise approaching things in the, in, in the right way and people are just making wrong decisions, um, if you if, if it helps and it, it, to write that stuff down, to just write the words down, here's what it's okay for me to react to this and circle them and then write the ones that is not helpful to react to and then mark them off. Sometimes that's helpful to do, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I just, I say that from experience. Everybody in this room um, has had many, many experiences of, of trying to counsel somebody in some way or another, giving them advice and them just sit flat out refusing to take it. Some family, some friends, some part of ministry relationships, um, whatever. It's Most people have, but just I know in this room that's been true. And like sometimes it's very difficult to separate those things out and, 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 and have mourning and weeping or, uh, and sadness not mix very easily with anxiety and guilt and, and those types of things. And so if you, know, if you need to make it tangible, just write them down. Circle the ones that you know are okay. Cross those out. Pray on the ones in the circle. Secular says, uh, the question was, how do we get through to her? Secular says, candidly, realize you can't get through to her because she's not really seeking advice. Rather than listening, she's venting. Because of the friendship, listen when she dumps, but refrain from offering wisdom you know will be disregarded. Eh, that's the exact kind of attitude that I think uh, puts us in the straits. I mean, I just can't listen to somebody go on and on and on about uh, the wrong decisions they're making and not love them enough to go, that's going to cause you a crash and burn scenario, yeah. friend. I, I really think you should reconsider. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just... I, I, I realize that you're ta you're insinuating yourself. You're not insinuating. They invited you into the situation. And so, like, I have a real hard time listening to the venting anyway because the woman says I'm a fixer. And so I, w I have a hard time just listening to whatever's happening. Without giving some with, action with steps. they'll be like, well, yeah. here's, here's what I think we should do. Yeah. You know, but uh, so, like, it's a fault of mine, I guess. But uh, I, I don't... I don't see any value into someone saying, well, here's what I think I'm going to do or here's what I think is going to happen. And in the back of my head, I go, that's a disaster. I don't think you should do it. And go, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah you got to tell them the truth. Great. And we're like, no, look, man, I don't think that's a good idea. At least hear me out on my reasons why. And then if you still, yeah, if you want to plow ahead, then I guess uh, plow ahead. But I can't, you know. And I actually think, I actually think people are a little bit more complicated than that. I, I think... Um, Sometimes people are actually asking for advice, and sometimes they leave your presence with every intention to take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they run into another influence, or like they're fighting uh, demons is overused, but like they're fighting addictions or pulls yeah. or identity stuff, and they just um, and they didn't end up taking your advice. And maybe that you you know they intended to take your advice ten out of ten, and they failed ten out of ten. It doesn't mean they didn't actually want to. And so like it's it's always more complicated than that. Um, which is why, like, I think it's okay that you have to be willing to give of 11 and 12 and 13 as long as you can find a way to stay healthy and in, in not, again, bringing the anxiety and stuff on your own life. And at the time that you can't, then it's okay to sever for a while until you're in a healthy place to be. Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay, hey, thanks for hanging out with us this week. We really appreciate it. Welcome to uh, episode one of 2021 on Live from the Path. Um, hey, we'd love to hear from you. Again, uh, hook up on the complaint line, 515-517-0085. Um, and that's call or text. Either one is great. We're super encouraged to hear from you. Um, again, if the show's been helpful, um, you know, that, that keeps us uh, afloat in here. And uh, if it's not, frankly, we want to know. In the nature of you, uh, in the name of humility, um, if we're getting it wrong, uh, we don't mind hearing about that either. So uh, use that complaint line again, 515-517-0085. Uh, sponsored for the... Uh, let's go fifth year uh, by Bob Eisenhower with the Eisenhower team. <laughs> um, 
let's see. Oh, hey, and also, if you wouldn't mind, um, if you haven't done this yet, if you wouldn't mind giving us uh, a rating on whatever podcast app you use, um, that would be super helpful. And, like, I'm going to ask you to do something, if at all you have the time. If you ever hear anything from the show that just sticks out with you, a, a quip or a phrase or something, um, and you wouldn't mind sharing that out for us. And, like, I hate, I, there's, this rubs me the wrong way because, like, I, we're trying to advocate to off social media. And, like, again, I got on it for the show. But uh, if you're otherwise handling it in a healthy way and um, you find something on the show that's worth, you know, tweeting out or something, uh, you know, whatever. We don't mind that. That'd be helpful for us. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, we hope to see you next week. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Past.